0: WMSC. WMSC. WMSC.
1: Upper Montclair.
0: Upper Montclair, New Jersey. What is going on, you beautiful people? Welcome to WMSC Upper Montclair. I am your host of the Morning Buzz Wednesday edition, Isaiah Ramirez, joined by my co-host, Cam Martin. We have a newscaster in Francis Churchill and throwing it down for sports, Thomas Tarter. How are we doing today, guys? How are we doing?
2: Doing great. great. That's right. Excited to, excited to be here.
0: Yes, it Cam, it's weird. It's the Thursday edition on a Wednesday all of a sudden. Yeah, we're switching days out here. I know, we're doing back to back. But guys, uh, we should just jump right into things. So why don't you take it away with the news cast, please.
1: All right, so the Haitian president Jovenel Moise was assassinated Wednesday at his home by a commando. Interim Haitian Prime Minister Claudie Joseph announced he has taken over control of the nation. In New Jersey news, New Jersey on Tuesday reported no newly confirmed COVID-19 deaths in its daily pandemic update. This is the first time we've had no death rates in nearly 16 months as they state a one-time coronavirus epicenter marks another milestone in its recovery in Montclair news there is a group moving to shift to Montclair's municipal elections to the fall has collected enough signatures to force a ballot referendum on the matter organizers say a committee of five petitioners and advocacy group vote Montclair plan to present the Montclair township clerk with the signatures on this upcoming Tuesday if the clerk certifies their petition the voters will be asked in November general election whether Montclair should continue to hold its municipal elections in the spring or move them into the fall where most elections are held. And with the weather, it is currently sunny at 81 degrees with highs of 93 and lows of 72. And here is the current clip at the ceremony that Dr. Cole had to say regarding her memories at MSU.
0: So it looks like we don't have the clip playing right now, uh, technical difficulties. So we are going to go into a sports cast by Thomas. Okay, great.
3: So we have a couple of major things going on in sports. So first, tonight is game five of the Stanley Cup final. The Lightning will look to win their second consecutive Stanley Cup for the hometown crowd tonight. Yesterday, the sorry about that <laughs> yesterday, the Suns took Game One of the NBA Finals, beating the Bucks 118 205. Chris Paul had 32 points and nine assists in the win. Last night, the Phillies beat the Cubs 15 10, and the Yankees beat the Mariners 12 to one. Today, the Mets will take on the Brewers at 2:10. Then the Phillies will take on the Cubs at 8:05. And the Yankees will take on the Mariners at ten ten. And on this day in sports history, the Dodgers set a Major League record when they got a home run in their twenty fourth consecutive game. Now back to the guys in the studio.
0: That is some crazy stuff going on in the world, uh, in real life, and in the sports world. But uh, before we go on to some major stories today, uh, are any you guys interested in the NBA Finals or no?
2: Yes, yo, yes. okay, oh, boy. Okay. My boy CP3 about to get his ring, hopefully. Uh, you know, I, I
0: need okay. the- I, here's the thing, though, right, is CP3, great player. I, I guess we're going to do a little quick sports conversation, guys. Hopefully um, no one yells at me. But CP3 is a great player, and I am truthfully rooting for him. But deep down inside, I kind of want Giannis to win the NBA finals because of that injury. That knee thing was disgusting to look at.
2: No, here's, here's the thing. Giannis, he has all the time in the world. CP3 does not have that much time. <laughs> Now what Giannis did last night? Wow, that was that was pretty impressive to see. Watching that that block he had, fire! But hey, man, listen, CP3, that's that's my guy. I've been watching him since I was a kid, so I, yeah. it'll be nice. It'll be nice to see him get get a ring.
0: Who you guys got in the NBA Finals? Who do you think's winning it, and how many games? Suns and seven.
1: In NBA, so I'm not going to comment.
0: <laughs> Thomas, what do you got?
3: Wow. Um... I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to root for C3. I'm, I'm going to root for Chris Paul,
0: so. Okay. Okay. Do you think in seven games like Cam?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm going to say uh, Bucks in six. And on that six? note, in six. Whoa. I'm being bold today. Saying is bold. The guy in a Raptor shirt. All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to change gears into something, you know, a little more. We're going to, you know, keep uh, breaking some positive news in a sense is that New Jersey has reported zero COVID deaths for the first time in around 16 months. Uh, So on Tuesday, confirmed no new COVID-19 deaths. Uh, The state also reported another 145 confirmed cases, while there were fewer than 300 coronavirus patients hospitalized statewide for the fourth straight day. The last day New Jersey didn't report at least one newly confirmed fatality from complications related to the coronavirus was on March 17th, 2020 two weeks after the state announced its first case. But there is some room to be cautious considering what is going on with the Delta variant of COVID-19. And it is slowly spreading around in the US and is becoming highly dominant uh, in states such as Arkansas, Connecticut, Kansas, and Missouri, which 96% of their cases uh, of coronavirus have the Delta variant, which is wild to me. Um, And the reason this is, uh, is that the four states all have very low vaccination rates with well below 40%. And that is not looking good for those states. So hopefully they can find some way to get vaccination rates higher because it does help in uh, kind of reducing spread of that Delta variant. Uh, And the Delta variant has split into two several sub-variants, including one that is widespread in the United Kingdom. It was initially discovered in India. But the most dangerous part about this strain of coronavirus is that it's 60% more infectious. And the World Health Organization officials have called it a variant of concern. So what are your thoughts, guys?
2: Uh, So uh, first of all, New Jersey, great job. Uh, Keep keep doing what you do. Uh, It's impressive to see that we are taking care of business back home. But yeah, there is always room to be cautious about. Like you said before, um, you know, seeing this uh, the the new variant is just, you know, it's kind of it's, it's kind of makes you realize, okay, well, we're still not out out of the neck of the woods yet. So that that's gonna it's gonna be a an interesting next few months to see what happens to see uh, how things things transpire. Um, you know, to the states, you said Missouri, Connecticut, Kansas, and most of four state Arkansas. Arkansas. To those states right there, uh, I just hope nothing but the best for you guys.
0: Yeah, so uh, Cam cut off, but I think what he was trying to say is that he's really hoping that uh, we can continue to, especially for those states, to to make sure that we get vaccinated and help prevent the Delta variant from really tearing the country apart for, I guess, another wave of coronavirus uh, impacts. So hopefully uh, we can you know, really rally around, make sure people stay happy and healthy. Uh, but the, the main part here is uh, the zero COVID deaths. I think that is honestly such a special moment for New Jersey considering that we were the epicenter of coronavirus uh, cases. And it was, it was looking really bad and we were leading the way in a very bad way uh, as pretty much everyone and your mother had coronavirus uh, going on in New Jersey. But oh, yeah, to see bad. that we have zero, uh, I think New Jersey and officials deserve a little bit of credit for that, uh, as we've kind of led the way uh, in coronavirus restrictions. We were never too early to take the masks off or anything. So I think a round of applause is well-deserved for us New Jersey people. We rarely ever get any round of applause in New Jersey. But uh, Francis, your thoughts on this, on this, on this news?
1: Um, it's very good news. And also there have been studies showing that it, obviously the, the vaccines are effective against the Delta variant. Now they aren't as effective as the main COVID-19 strain that we've gotten. And there's always been, you know, evolving coronaviruses such as, you know, SARS back in 2009, there's always going to be evolving coronaviruses. So it's more so about making sure that medical researchers get the proper funding and resources to continually combat this new variant of the Delta coronavirus. And also that, I believe 99 or 98% of the like, current COVID-19 deaths are also from unvaccinated people. So it's more so about showing them the factual information that the COVID-19 vaccine is safe. And again, that there's been a lot of news brought up between about you know potentially causing blood clots with the COVID-19 vaccine, but it's only been a few cases Whereas say items like birth control, for example, have caused hundreds of cases of blood clots and they're still deemed safe for use. So the COVID-19 vaccine is safe and it's more so about properly educating the population and communicating to them properly about the safeties of taking the COVID-19 vaccine and preventing another massive wave of an evolving coronavirus from destroying the US like it did last year and the beginning of this year.
0: That's perfectly said, man. A lot of people are very hesitant uh, with the vaccines. I have gotten the vaccine, and I will let you know, uh, I don't have some special signal of 5G coming out of me. I am still the same old me that I've been since I was born in 1998. Uh, What are your thoughts, Thomas? You got anything for us here? Uh, Yeah, I was just gonna say it's about, I I was gonna agree with Francis about like educating the population
3: and getting them out to get the vaccine to reach that herd immunity rate. Which we're starting to inch closer towards, but we're not completely like out yet. I, I like I like to use sports analogies, of course. So I like to say we're kind of like on like the five yard line.
0: <laughs> what I said. We are on the five yard line, looking to go ahead and capitalize on field position. Maybe get you gotta, a touchdown. Nah, Got to go punch two. it in. Got to punch, punch in. it in. Gotta Give it, it to gotta... Saquon, guys. Give it to Saquon. <laughs> Ooh, that um... one line. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Anyways, uh, we're gonna take it. Uh, to a new story here uh, in Miami. Cam, would you like to lead the way on this story?
2: Yes, I will. Okay, so uh, the death toll in Miami, from the Miami collapse has increased. After bringing out a condo on Monday via, de- uh, via detonation, search, search and rescue crews were sent out to detect some sort of life. Unfortunately, four more deaths were confirmed. Now, with the incoming storm coming through Miami, crews had to be delayed. And there's still a lot of people still unaccounted for over 100 individuals to find out that there is just all that's going on down in Miami. It's just it's just tough. You know that building class was about what 10 days ago. So yeah. it's still it's, it's it's just still unfortunate to it, it's, it's it's a travesty. Just, just to see that they're still trying to find remains. And it's 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 just hard to hard to fathom what's going on.
0: It really is. So as I mentioned in the previous story, I, I was promoting how well uh, New Jersey officials did in reaction. Uh, f- officials have kind of failed uh, this Miami collapse, considering the information that the people of the building knew about the building's condition uh, going yeah, on, especially... The... Hmm?
1: They knew since 2018 there was a full... Yes. They,
0: it's not like this was a surprise that the building was in bad shape and they it were perfectly okay with letting these people... Stay in this building, live in this building, and, and do construction on this building, and just for it to—it's honestly a disgusting act. Uh, it's it proves that people are truly after about their money, uh, especially in that kind of business realm of you know rental properties and such. But this is an awful story coming out of Miami, and then with the weather coming in, it, it just keeps getting worse for for the people, for these people's family, and hopefully. You know, at this point there I, I really doubt that there is signs of life uh in these remains. So hopefully the the families can get some sort of closure uh and be able to to put their loved ones to rest. Um,
2: uh, I just hope that you know, the yeah, the theft goes up to 36 the last time I saw. So I hope that these next the the over hundred people I saw unaccounted for. I hope there's just more there's some positivity that comes out of it. You know, it's up this, it slams to say that there's gonna be some sort of life because it's been such a long, such a long time coming. But you never know, you never know. That's that's the thing about that's the thing about the world. You just gotta gotta see it to the end.
0: Yeah, just gotta hope for the best here in this situation, uh, and hopefully, you know, hopefully something good comes from this. Better laws and and actions to prevent something like this ever happening again.
1: Yeah, no, there's a tweet. A tweet that has been brought up, because it was tweeted back in 2019 by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis about how Florida is the land of deregulation for construction companies and that we won't interfere with your businesses and this is the land of opportunity for business making. And a lot of people have brought that tweet up in light of the fact that inspectors knew back in 2018, there's water deterioration, the concrete slabs isn't safe. It needs to be done immediately. There needs to be immediate reconstruction. There needs to be immediate emergency You know revamping of the building's entire structure and that it's not safe whatsoever and that basically a collapse is imminent this is back in 2018 and then continued Hmm. rising sea levels as well and the weakening of the floor basin as well underneath that condo building it's basically a sense of there needs to be not just within florida but more action just federally in general especially for condos that are near the ocean that are going to be continually having this issue that's only going to be getting worse over the coming years and decades so there needs to be immediate action from all branches and levels of government to address this issue
2: you also got to think that florida like you said now it's near the ocean uh hurricanes are prevalent down in florida hurricanes are very prevalent so if you don't have a structure that's you know able to withstand what yeah the building's
1: gonna collapse
2: yeah it's Collapse is gonna be. It's gonna be more. It's gonna get washed away. If it, if it has, if it's going to get some crazy winds, those hurricane winds, it's it's gonna just 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 go off off this office uh, office foundation. it's just it's it's ridiculous.
0: I just every time I hear more information about this the situation in Miami, you just get more and more frustrated. That like, how can you live with yourself as an official? as one of the contractors, I don't care, but they knew the information for well over two, three years and have done zero in response. And they were perfectly okay with having this idea that, hey, we don't have to touch it, it will be fine. It's just, you know, if it breaks, it breaks. If people die, they die. It doesn't matter, you know, as long as we get our money, uh, who's to to say that any of these people are truly important? And that's what these people are giving, like that's their idea that they're sharing pretty much to, to the rest of the nation. Uh, and these people are honestly disgusting and something needs to happen to them. Be- just for knowing, like these people did not have to die in no it, scenario were these people
2: supposed to die. It's they frustrating. Were just- it is frustrating because they wow. knew, like you said, they knew there was an issue. They knew. And then, so they sort of do it. They didn't do a thing about it. What we, you expect us, the people of Florida expect, expect those officials they voted for you. They voted for them for a better life, right? Correct. That's usually why people vote, vote for who they vote for. They vote for a better life, and you just you basically just said, "Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yes, yeah, y- y'all, yeah, well, you guys are important to us. I just, I'm just here for the money." No, you. They knew, and that's the thing that it just it just it just makes me so angry inside. It's like we trust. We're supposed to trust you, but you're not gonna you know help us out. What do what do what what a, what does what does chop liver to us Just chop liver to you guys? Like what 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 can we really do more than you know put you guys in power positions to give us a better life? That's really what's frustrating to me.
0: Yep. It's also,
1: the power of officials as well with condo officials and the fact that they were able to basically ignore the pleas of construction workers and inspectors the fact that they were basically just shunned and they weren't able to like those inspectors and construction workers that were there that were sounding the alarm since 2018 this building and all of its like sister buildings the buildings around it need to go under immediate revamping they need to most likely be evacuated and they need to be fixed immediately and again it's just the mindset of profit over people because again it would have been very expensive to do it and again, you see this massive issue with both businesses and government whenever something's massively expensive. Oh, let's just push it and kick it down the curve and the next group of people can deal with it. But it's gonna happen at some point. You can't just run away from the problem. Mm-hmm. And now we see what's happened there. So thankfully there have been multiple lawsuits, like literally just minutes after it happened, people some people already knew basically what had happened to this condo and that information instantly was able to get out. how they basically just ignored all the damages so there's been dozens of lawsuits filed against them the owners the companies and you know the people the building officials and also the local officials as well that just ignored the problem so you know hopefully they're able to be held accountable properly for you know their negligence that's literally resulted in the deaths of countless amounts of people
3: yes definitely i was going to say i would hope that there would be a a full investigation and full prosecution anybody who had knowledge of these um faults in the in the structure and also this shows our need to um improve the the uh, the inf- our um our infrastructure especially the building structures and um me and my father were actually talking about this a little bit yesterday and um we were both kind of in a little bit of shock that for when um when Trump had that rally in Florida and DeSantis um skipped it and for the um to be with the uh the victims that Trump didn't really like call him out because like Trump is kinda like one of those like you serve me, you don't really serve like kinda like you know, like like I don't know how to really explain it. Like it's kinda like a Yeah, I,
0: I think we have a, a understanding of what you're trying to say. Yeah. But uh you know, I, I think that you know we said what we could about this story and hopefully justice prevails once again for the families of the victims and the victims themselves uh wishing nothing but the best for the for that community and we are going to switch gears a little bit to something lighter and we are going to take a visit all the way to the wonderful country of austria so a man was bitten by his neighbor's escape python in his very own toilet so a 65-year-old man felt a surprise in his private region shortly after sitting on the toilet at his home just around 6 a.m. He then looked into the toilet to discover an albino-reticulated python. Uh, the snake apparently had escaped unnoticed from his, uh, from his neighbor's apartment, uh, a 24-year-old neighbor. And it is, it's, it's, it's expected, I can't speak English, that the snake was able to sneak out of his owner's home and travel through the drains. A reptile expert was called to retrieve the snake and which was returned to his owner. And lastly, a police said the younger man owns 11 non-venomous constrictor snakes and a gecko. He faces investigations on suspicion of causing bodily harm by negligence. Luckily, though, the victim sustained only minor injuries police have said. What what an interesting surprise when you go to sit down in the toilet at 6 a.m. What are your thoughts, guys?
3: Well, first of all, i said australia not austria so i was ready to get the accent out
0: oh no do you have an austrian accent you want to you want to test out first time on the show what is an austrian accent
1: that'd basically be a german accent yeah, yeah german, basically so
0: someone's got to have the talent for it come on no?
1: german, i don't have a german accent so if anyone's <laughs> me and i don't have that so all
0: right uh, it was worth a shot maybe you thought we had a hidden talent on the show
2: uh, next time next time
0: yeah 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 but this is uh as i was reading the story last night i didn't have any power so i was really trying to find some stories fast because apparently there was a storm that decided to just take away my electricity um that's what's what going, what going on over yeah that's yeah. I happening yeah. All over jersey. yeah i mean i well come on new jersey step up your game i, I was lucky that
1: didn't happen to me that's what happens when you live next to the town hall
0: Ugh, brag about uh, your power and your electricity over here must be nice i mean i, I didn't lose any power Oh, Oh, there it is again. Rub it in, guys. (laughs) I had to use my uh, laptop to charge my phone last night. I had to use a hotspot to make sure I had stories enough for today. But yeah, this... I know, right? (laughs) At least I had running water. Um, But this story is honestly hilarious. Uh, that's
2: super that's that's so funny bro
0: that's a comedy that's like a will ferrell movie scene right there he like sits down on toilet
2: well
1: reticulated pythons can go up to like i want to know how old it was because and how big it was because reticulated pythons can get up to like plus 20 feet long and weigh nearly 200 pounds so i'm assuming it was a baby or a small one it
0: had to have been a
2: baby yeah there's no way
1: yeah there's no way a 200 plus pound you know Twenty-five foot long snake was able to go up yeah. some
2: toilet bowl. Listen, and if, if that was dreams. if that was the case, then I'm going. I have more of a fear of snakes than if I saw a python <laughs> that went up went up my toilet, drill, toilet bowl. Um, I would leave my house immediately and say, "Yo, animal control." I need the bathroom.
3: Yeah. I no, no, <sighs> You
0: guys are maybe me afraid to use the bathroom for like the next like week. Exactly. Hey man, exactly. Bring a flashlight. Make sure
2: to double check when you lift the lid. Yo, um, listen. Be fine. I'm gonna. Eat, I'm gonna need all of that.
1: Sensor <laughs> down in the toilet bowl. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: need all of it. I need all of that. Flashlight. Yo, I will get the. I will get a search rescue team to go check the check toilet bowl right now.
1: <laughs> no, did you have to get like the um the snake plier? You have to like dig it into the toilet bowl and make sure there's nothing down there.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> before, no Before mic.
1: you use the toilet, so it's like, hey, just gotta make sure. You know, safety precautions. You don't yeah, want nah. to bite you in the groin first thing in the morning. So,
2: no, nah, after that, yeah, at that point, no. Nah. At that point, you know what I'm going to do air squats. I got the legs for it. We're going to get it done. Air squats. You're going to squat on the. I'm going to squat. I'm going to squat. Yo, okay. come on now. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> That's a great workout to have, you know? Oh, Yo, I'm not trying to get. Yo, know, if I see a pie shop, no. Nope. No.
0: No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. The interesting part to me is that this owner, um, he's got 11 snakes in his house
2: Yeah, it's, yeah that's, that's uh, what are you doing
1: this is like it's like the episode uh i forget the tv show it's like man's beast friend or something it's like all the episodes where they hold like these dangerous creatures where they live them with. it's like grizzly man they live with a dangerous creature oh. they think oh i know the creature well and it'll just nah, be fine and then the mm-hmm. moment they interact with someone else or that creature turns on them all of nope. a sudden they get attacked
0: uh, it's, uh... But thing. even like a, like a dog can attack you. So you think a snake yeah. isn't going to attack you? Yeah. Come snakes on. Are
1: way, way harder to train than like, to domesticate. These
0: are these are animals for a reason. They mean business. If you if you look at them funny, they'll they'll go to town you very quick. They got yeah. beef with you. That
1: when you put a wild animal that's like hard to train, like a python, in a home, it's going to get claustrophobic. It's going to get defensive minded. And it's more likely to attack you. Like a domesticated yeah. animal like or even for example i remember the story that went viral years ago in connecticut when someone had a pet chimpanzee and it ripped like her friend oh started. yeah i remember that i remember that yeah it's just it's just like that yep. a wild animal that can't be domesticated you think because it's not attacking you that oh mm-hmm. it's fine you know it, it's just like you know my it's a giant you know pet monkey it's like oh. no it's still a wild animal it's still gonna attack you at some point yep it's like, like
0: this- those stupid and- people that um they go to the zoo right and they're like, I really go know. into the zoo exhibit, and I can be friends with this lion. He's looking yo, at me. He's giving me the eyes. We can be friends, and we we can discuss. I don't think
1: he's friends with you. I just think there's a piece of glass that's protecting you.
0: Yeah, it's there for a reason, people. We're not the fences aren't meant to be climbed. No, like, like
2: listen, happy. listen. <laughs> just 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 because it's a barrier doesn't mean you have to get over. It. Listen, it's this <laughs> yo. that's
1: that they're also basically in a prison, so I don't think they're like,
2: breaking it. yeah you say you think the first opportunity they see didn't get didn't get out of there? They getting over, it. they out. So there's a reason why I don't, I don't have my pet tigers out here. Like I gotta make sure my pet tigers are not. Uh-huh. In the, uh... it,
1: it's like um, it's like the penguins of Madagascar movies where they let all the animals out. Exactly. It's just like that.
2: No, like what you think this is? Yo, you saw how New York was. New York was going crazy.
1: I I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised if he's had 11 snakes in his house. If this is like a offender of this or or this is somehow the first time this has happened where one of his pet snakes gets out and they attack someone.
2: No, I'm surprised there's one snake. Look, if I had... Listen, I don't do snakes. I said this before. I don't do snakes. Snakes get the mess out of me. I like like like...
1: snakes, but again, they're wild animals. Leave them in the wild and observe them in nature and their natural habitat. And they're way yeah, less likely to come after you. And look, look, look.
2: Here's, the thing, here's the thing: I don't mess with snakes, snakes don't mess with me. Feels mutual. That's that's what it is. Exactly. exactly. Like, we. Subserve
1: them from afar. <clears throat> don't annoy them. Don't get in their space, let alone try and domesticate them with 11 snakes in your house.
2: Oh, yeah, they're going crazy. Oh, they're going crazy. What? Now, this kind of reminds me of a time when I was uh, 11. I had a pet turtle. <clears throat> um... I found the turtle in the wilds and um let's just say I I brought him home and the turtle he just he he you know the snapping turtle I didn't know it was a snapping turtle <laughs> until oh, <man. clears throat> so let's just say that he was uh he, he was coming after me I, I was so I was like yep <clears throat> put him put him back in the box went back outside say hey be free
0: <laughs> and that's when you learned your lesson
2: that's when I yo know, I did not want to get bit because I had a actually I had another turtle like a few... hand.
0: Me and my, oh.
1: me and my granddad almost my granddad almost lost his hand one time because there was a snapping turtle on the road and he was trying to move it out of the road so it wouldn't get hit and the turtle tried
0: biting him. Dang. Nope. No, that oh. turtle said, nah, I'm I'm going on the road at my speed today. It doesn't yeah. like, you wait for me. He's confident
1: in his shell taking it from
0: <laughs> Built for it tough. But on that note, guys. Uh, it's time to take a nice little break on the show. Uh, We're going to be right back with some more hot topics, maybe Olympic-related, streaming service-related. Anything is possible on Wednesdays here on The Morning Buzz. So, you know, uh, we'll be back uh, until then. I love you. I don't actually. Okay, we're going on break. Welcome back, everyone, to the greatest morning show, according to my soul, on WMSC Upper Montclair, it's the morning buzz, and I am back with my friends here, and we're going to go right into our next story, uh, which is Olympic-related. Cam, take us to the Olympics.
2: All right, so Shikari Richardson is going to miss the Olympics. This one hurt. Superstar sprinter Shikari Richardson was not on the Team USA track and field roster yesterday, the 130-team roster. She was suspended due to a positive drug test, but speculation occurred for her to re- be available for the four by one hundred relays. Her suspension was going to end August fifth, you know, the prior before the relays began. But right, Team USA went into a different direction. Team U- USA had a statement saying, "Quote: First and foremost, we are incredibly sympathetic towards Shikari Richardson, extenuating circumstances, and shone appalled her for her c- accountability, and will offer her." our continued support both on and off the track. While USATF fully agrees that the mayor of the World Anti-Doping Agency rules related to THC should be reevaluated, it would be detrimental to the integrity of the U- U.S. Olympic team trials for track and field if the USATF amends its policies following competition only weeks before the Olympic Games, end quote. Now, to me, I I still don't agree with the ruling that Chicago Vision should be suspended. Uh, I understand. Listen, I've run track and field, I've run track and field, I understand, I know what it takes. I understand how hard it is to work to get to that level. I'm I'm striving to get there in 2024. I understand the amount of hard work and dedication it takes to make sure that your body is in the best position possible. I understand that. I'm an like I said, I'm an athlete. But this is what I, I also understand that you know life life happens not even a year ago not even a year ago today i I, I lost my mother recently so I, I know what that I know what that's like but at the same time you know I I get that you know you don't get a sympathy card but for this is something that's not even you know that's not even per se a, a a phd this is just something
1: that performance enhancer whatsoever
2: this is this is something that it actually does the exact opposite makes you relax uh actually
1: the the amount that she would have had to have take in order for that to be a performance enhancer is absurd and it basically would have been that she would have had to take like 40 hits of a joint to be so high to where she couldn't feel pain and she had nowhere near that level so it was nowhere near a level that it could even have enhanced her to a benefit
2: even if you see it, if you see her, her, how she ran, she had a terrible start. Her start was atrocious, and she ran, well, she ran what a, t- a ten-seven? So yeah, she ran a ten-seven, something, something crazy like that. So for her to have a bad start, run a 10 ten-seven, it's just like wow, that's 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 impressive. Now, there's this. I mean, there's this thing. If you if you all the track, guys, all the track athletes know that the R relaxation is really the The difference maker, but at the same time, like what's really going to? I don't understand how being how marijuana is going to make a difference in terms of you know sprinting. Like that's what's what's really that what's really the the matter of that. I don't. I still don't understand that.
1: You know, I mean, I ran track in high school. I've never obviously run at the collegiate level, but I ran track in high school as well. And taking a any sort of relaxer literally hampers your performance so it would basically be a performance deficiency drug. It's not like she took any sort of variance of speed, any sort of cocaine that they used to do in the very early days of track as performance enhancers or any sort of steroid whatsoever, which recently occurred with other track runners and got nowhere near the attention that this is getting over positive marijuana tests. And it also shows the absurdity of USADA for them to you know, consider THC to be a drug that we need to suspend people for is absolutely ridiculous. When no one's taking it at the level that it could even remotely be considered a performance enhancer to where you're so high that where you become numb, there's almost never been a single THC test that's come back at that level. So there's no point.
3: <clears throat> I was reading their official statement. I think it was just like, they weren't like necessarily like opposed or in support of um, marijuana. But, like, they just kind of, like, they're, like, it's on the books, and it's not fair if we, like, amend it, like, weeks before. But I honestly want to see so how they... they
1: at some point. Like, yeah, that now. is
3: true. I honestly want to see where this goes in the future, if they will make marijuana a legalized substance in the Olympic Games.
0: Yeah, when I, when I was, uh, you know, learning about this story, I, I wasn't surprised she wouldn't be added to, what is it, the August 2nd or whatever uh, event. Like, she was kicked off the first one. There was, like, rumors saying that she could brought, be brought back for the relay, I believe. But I wasn't surprised that they went the route of not even letting her because a lot of these U.S. officials for sports and, and U.S. in general, maybe even Olympic Committee uh, people, it, I don't know if, if marijuana is at that stage in the world where people – like, we have the information, but it's it's still that era of officials that don't believe it, you know?
2: Yeah. So with oh, yeah.
0: That, uh, with the stigmatized. Well, what was that?
1: No, I was just saying it's also the era of officials during the war on drugs.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Off of the criminalization of marijuana while simultaneously keeping substances like cigarettes, tobacco, and alcohol mm-hmm. that are far more deadly and far more addictive legal. Yeah. So, this is the same era of people. That came around during the same times of politicians, such as Nixon, Reagan, Bill Clinton, people that demonized marijuana, locked people up, ruined sports careers, and they all did it out of a massive profit incentive. And because of that, you know, that atmosphere of profit incentive for them, also with USADA, they get paid a certain amount of money to do these continual services. So it also is a benefit for them to get people to test positive for drugs within USADA. So they don't want it to where, you know, if everyone starts, you know, there's no drug tests coming back positive whatsoever. There's no point in USADA. So for them, for them to continually be here in existence, if people are going to stop doing steroids, well, let's test them for marijuana and suspend them for marijuana. So it's like, Hey, we're catching people for drug tests. We're doing our job. Yep. It incentivizes them staying there. Whereas if they stop testing for marijuana, their power goes away, their influence goes away. And also their reasons for still being around also goes away as, as well.
0: Yeah, so, so stories like this, I feel uh, it's probably going to continually happen for 10, 20 more years while those officials are still in charge. And oh, I don't no. think you'll see a major change in marijuana with <clears throat> instances like this. And so really uh, a, a younger group of officials uh, step into power here. Uh, But There's when really I was in the
1: process of like them being elected or anything or held accountable, they're appointed yeah. by other higher officials. It's not a democratic process. So it allows for a corrupt, inept, and basically essentially in this case, dinosaurs mm-hmm. to continually stay in power when they're you know, their priorities of what quite literally, because you know, this is also you saw that and also state athletic commissions as well that sanctioned these events, are also tax dollars going to this is going towards a needless system of cracking down on marijuana use for no reason.
0: That's the state of the sports. Who would have thought sports in America and sports around the world would be corrupt? I never saw that one coming.
2: Now here's the thing. Here's something else. Uh if you look at the other the other leagues, you know, the MLB, the NFL, the NHL. Actually, I don't hear the much of the NHL in terms of marijuana. Uh the NBA, all those other all those other leagues, there's, I don't really there's not they look back. They, they started, you know, relaxing on some of the some of the restrictions on marijuana like
1: yes same with boxing same with MMA as well because so many people were getting suspended and literally they would hand out ridiculous suspensions for marijuana like for example years ago Nick Diaz was suspended initially for 5 years for a marijuana test 5 years the, five, the, yeah 5 years that's not an exaggeration Anderson Silva tested positive for steroids he got a year and a half suspension so a year and a half for steroids 5 years for marijuana
2: doesn't add up, it does not add um, up one bit exactly. So, so basically, uh, competitive adva- if you have a competitive advantage, you know, taking steroids, you know, you got less of a penalty for you know, it's a
0: slap on the wrist, pretty hard.
2: Like, what's it do- doesn't make any sense now? Back to Shakar Rich, I, I kind of understand why Team USA went in a different direction because it takes a it, it, there's some guys who qualify for the uh, Team USA team. Uh, that's a great Holloway, He actually just ran yesterday. So for him, it's like, he's still getting, he's still getting extra reps and staying staying in a uh, competitive shape to compete at the Olympics at the highest level for, so if, if you know something about, if you, Francis, Francis going attest to this running track, you got to be able to, you know, stay, stay mobile, stay mobile. You got to be able to stay in shape throughout. Yeah. So you
1: continually stay in shape, especially for track. Cause essentially you're peaking towards the events.
2: It, it's hard, you know, it's hard to come, it's hard to get into shape when it's like two days before the event.
1: You yeah, know, so, you're basically going to be the same when, when it's basically a week out from any athletic event and especially for something like track, basically it's going to be the same body and you want to relax yourself and make sure that you're conditioned properly for that upcoming event for track. Yeah. So I don't think whatsoever that, you know, again, something like marijuana that again has no levels that it would potentially affect your athletic performance, nowhere near that level. So there's no point in doing it. Like it's again, it's just um, like we've repeatedly said, it's just an example, of archaic corrupt undemocratic processes that affect sports and rightfully the vast majority of the population agrees with us and that it's needlessly archaic and it just ruins sports. But again, you're going to continually see this happen until those officials are removed from power because they retire. Because there's no way of us to vote them out. There's no way that we can, you know, sign. I don't even think there's a way for us to sign petitions or anything like that to force, you know, the State Athletic Commission and USADA leaders to reform their policies. So, unfortunately, we're quite literally just going to have to deal with this until new people come into power.
2: Well, no, What I was going with this, I was going to say, like, you know, she gets she gets done her suspension August fifth and then the relays are the next day. So it's like that whole turnaround, unless she's running competitive, like have, she's she running
1: has to continually be non-stop in tip top shape, yeah. which is already gonna be hard because her mental health after this is probably going down the drain. And with oh, all the all this scrutiny, that's going to affect her physical performance. Because when you're stressing out, and you're having anxiety, when you're depressed, it physically affects you and it physically takes away your performance. You're not as good. Physically, athletically, when you're going through something like a mental health crisis, through depression, through anxiety, it affects you drastically. And I even as someone that did compete and also who is on even anxiety medication myself, it does drastically affect your athletic performance.
2: Oh, listen, listen, and she also
1: even more so at an Olympic level.
2: Look, she also listen. She also lost her mom on top of all that, too. So, yeah. like, that's all that. Like, listen, like, like I said, last last year, I lost my mom. I didn't. I did not want to come back to school, at least the first semester, because I was just so my my mental my mental health state was just so out of it. But you know, I I mean, for me, fortunately, that um, COVID that's probably the best thing for COVID. I didn't have to compete for football because I was. I don't think I would have been able to physically prepare myself after lo- after a tragedy like that. So it was just kind of like one of those things that yeah, this, it's cool. I got this this semester I could you know relax a little bit. My grades suffered. No, my grades were awful. They took a they took a hit, but I mean, I think I needed that because, because I had that that little bit of a relaxed, like that little bit of a de-stressing time of of uh, that semester. I was able to come back next semester and achieve achieve what I did. And now, you know, almost a year later, I, I feel much mentally. I feel much much more different. Uh, wow, much much stronger man, and overall just a better overall mindset. So, I, I think Shakari Richardson, in her sense, you know, I, I think the be- the best days are yet are still to come. I believe in her that she's going, you know, this is it's it's tough. You know, you lose, you, lo- you miss an opportunity to compete in the Olympics. I get that. It, it's tough. But it's
1: more important than anything else in your life. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. It needs to be prioritized. Even though, you know, who knows how it'll affect her performance. There are people that have come back from tragedies like this and performed even better. Sometimes, even events like this and tragedies like wind up making people even perform better in athletic events. It's happened throughout the history of sports. So we'll have to wait and see, hoping obviously for the best for her, but obviously the number one thing for her to prioritize and for obviously anyone and everyone in life and prioritize is your mental health. And that would need to come first and make sure that she has resources and people around her to support her through this, because obviously, you know, she's having, you know, the world's biggest spotlight on her. And she's going through all this turmoil where her whole career is up in the air right now.
2: Listen, that's all that's like you said, that's the most important thing to worry about. Worry about your mind comes first. It doesn't matter what happens in life. Make sure that you make sure you take care of you.
0: Absolutely, guys. And uh you know, hoping for the best for her and her career. Uh, nothing but the best for everyone involved. And we are gonna move on to our next story. Uh it's another lighter story, guys. You know, the beginning was a bit more. You know, deep down in there. But now we're gonna talk about streaming services. Do any of you guys have Peacock? Anyone? Peacock? No. Should I should oh. I
2: get Peacock? No, uh, yeah. No. Oh, sure. well,
0: maybe. Could you? Hey, this could convince you. So, starting in 2022, actually in 2022, all Universal films, including the new Jurassic World and Minions movies, will become available exclusively on Peacock no later than four months after the theatrical premiere. Uh, The unique multi-year deal guarantees that an 18-month window Universal Films will be available on Peacock for the first and last four months. uh, And in between those 18 months, they can be licensed to other services such as Netflix, Hulu, whatever you can think of. Uh, The 2022 slate uh, for Universal includes Jurassic World Dominion, Minions The Rise of Gru, Puss in Boots The Last Wish, and a new original film from Get Out to Jordan Peele the studio will also start developing and producing peacock exclusive content Ooh. and you know here's the thing <laughs> i saw this and i was like, all right that's cool but this doesn't really sell me on peacock either like uh, i've i've seen what peacock has to offer i look at it i'm like all right that's cool but i'm not paying for peacock you know
1: what's the price
0: i want to say it's 9.99 or something like that per uh, uh,
1: like per month
0: Probably like I think it's around there. They have like the they have some sports deals along with Peacock, I believe. You get a few channels of like live TV and maybe like WWE content. So if that's your thing, I think it's on the Peacock. It's not terrible
1: on the network, anyways. And then there's already like live sports TV deals, anyways. So yeah,
0: I'm just not sold on it. Like, I was reading, I was like, I mean, Jurassic Park's cool, but here's like. The fact that there's a 10-month window where they can lease the movie to pretty much any other service makes it, like, why even bother, you know? I'll just wait four months.
1: Yeah, I think they're doing because they're starting up and they want to be on another streaming services platform. And they're probably going to try and buy out for ads on, say, a bigger platform like either a Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Plus, whatever platforms they're able to buy on. They're probably just gonna try and get that attention on a much bigger worldwide platform and then they're banking on that, getting them more revenue in the long run. So hmm. I would assume that's what they're doing if you know they had good business sense. I don't know. But yeah. And I mean streaming services themselves, I'm not a fan of them whatsoever. The only streaming service I have is Curiosity Stream, because I'm a big fan of documentaries and learning about new stuff. And literally there's like certain deals where you can pay for it for literally 15 bucks a year.
2: A year, what? Yeah. Wait, little, huh? 15 bucks. A, that's different. That's that.
1: Yeah, no, and they've made a lot of money because of that. Because again, oh, it's yeah. a great deal, it's a genuinely good deal.
2: It's affordable. It's not, it's Everybody easy. can get it.
1: That's Whoa. what I would recommend. Not not a call to action, but I would personally recommend. But that's just me.
2: But I don't think all streaming services would be like that. 15 bucks a year, hey.
0: I got a love and uh, love and hate relationship with documentaries. Part of me is like, "Oh, this is a really great story," and then sometimes <laughs> like uh, it drags out for too long, and then I'm not really interested in it. And it's like, "All right, I guess we're gonna like just finish it to finish it at this point." But for yeah, me, sure. I guess the, I'm more a comedy kind of person, drama kind of movies, TV shows. So
1: yeah, I love comic book too, but yeah, I'm never yeah, comedy too. Yeah, more comedy. Watch most like again, comic book movies online or buy them for way cheaper. That's why, like, I canceled my Netflix months ago, and I'm so happy I did it because I barely use it anymore. I've mm. already have a bunch of DVDs and movie collections anyway, so there's really yeah. no point. And I'm not a big fan of like the Netflix TV shows or movies they make. What?
0: Oh, um, okay, okay. Um, what do you guys watch on Netflix? The or... the world?
1: That's like the only show I like, but that's it. Okay,
0: so. you know, to each their own. I'm not going to hate on it. But I feel like uh, they've got some good stuff on there. You just got to do a little bit of digging.
2: I mean, I don't watch Netflix either. What? The- yeah, no, what do no, you guys no. do?
0: You just watch, like, Bro, I, wa- I watch,
2: watch, I watch, I watch, I watch, like, two things. I watch literally, like, two things. One, <clears throat> I watch I much your mother on Hulu. Well, the t- okay. So then I watch Disney Plus because Disney Plus is goaded. Like, <laughs> I, I watch
1: Disney Plus. I watch <laughs> movies that I watch. And... You know, I my in my you know household, we already have a system where we've already paid um, for lower deals to watch movies on certain channels, anyways. So it's not even like I would really need Netflix.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: we already have Amazon, and I watch because I'm a, I'm not even that big in the TV shows really or certain movies anymore. I'm more into documentaries now. So a streaming site like Curiosity Stream, where it's more educational videos and documentaries about history and nature and stuff like that. That's more so what I'm into now. So that's what I watch. But that's just me.
0: Fair enough. I've been watching, uh, I feel like there's a lot of great TV shows out on Netflix. I'm going to be the one supporter for Netflix here. Uh, And if you guys ever, you know, take that dive back into the Netflix world, I personally, uh, one of my favorite Netflix shows.
1: So I just watch what other people watch. (laughs)
0: One of my uh, favorite Netflix shows is actually uh, from Korea. It's this zombie show where it takes place in like feudal Korea, I believe. It's like kings, queen, all that kind of era. And it's like a zombie virus hits there. And it's such a cool take, I think, on the zombie world. So if you ever, you know, are in the Netflix world again, guys, I loved watching Kingdom. I can't wait for season three. It's uh, the film... Quality and TV show quality is just different, I think, in Korea uh, because they don't really follow the normal rules that um, American that. movies and TV shows follow, where everyone has to survive. There's no like everyone is Ooh, safe.
1: That so, sounds that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So if you ever you know dive deep in there, give that show a shot because I thought it was. Yeah, awesome. I also
1: have a spot for like Korean movies and Japanese movies and just like I really like the East Asian genre of you know music. And also movies as well because it's very much different and it's a much more almost, I would say, realistic to where you're mm-hmm. not, you know, there's, you know, a lot of American movies, there's like, you know, plot armor and stuff. And like every character is, you know, there throughout the movies, whereas within these East Asian films, there's a lot more of uncertainty because of that. So that's mm-hmm. what I really dig about them.
2: Ooh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Have you guys seen Parasite?
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I have. Oh, cool. Cam!
0: Cam! Cam, you're we, failing me.
1: Director as the movie host. That's a great monster movie. Yeah, is host.
0: Cam, if I were to to recommend, I think it's on Hulu actually. So Word? you have Hulu. No excuses. You Word. Can, you can, you I should have, have my Hulu
2: up right now. You that watch is-
0: it, and, and we will talk about it tomorrow on the Buzz if you watch it.
2: I bet. I bet we'll do that. All right, we'll
0: start off with a parasite conversation because that movie mm. fantastic. If I could recommend any movie, that would be a great movie also um i forgot what it was called it's another korea movie among the gods i believe that's a great yeah, one
1: that one's good snow piercer that's a great movie yeah
0: so there's a lot of great films out there once again that's you just gotta a, do a little dig in to find movie to
1: take place on a train in my humble opinion but that's just
0: me <laughs> oh what is it train to Busan's oh. also a good one too so for peacock does it have any ads or i think you can buy an ad free version uh, which is less money I think it's like four ninety nine wait huh it's less no, no no not less not I what I missed my work no 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 there's two tiers can like, no
1: like freer than free.
0: Yeah <laughs> but yeah so I think it's I think it's four ninety nine with ads, nine ninety nine uh without them something a, a bit like that uh, but yeah, so are you guys interested in any of these Universal films coming to Peacock? Anything you know,
2: catch I, your eye on that I, list? I so probably cool. Jurassic Park, wow, that's probably it. Yeah,
1: and I have Jurassic Park in my house, so if anyone ever wants to come over to my house, <laughs> Jurassic, Park,
0: Jurassic Park watch party is Peacock the one with the iCarly reboot? No, that is no, that's Paramount. Uh,
3: that's Paramount, okay, yeah,
0: and that one's even worse than Peacock, I think, because Plus has nothing. I mean, if... I had like the free trial, I think. Uh, and I think my mom watched one show on there that she was looking forward to, and that was it. They
1: made most of their money through direct box office. They're, they've never been a streaming service. Yeah.
0: It's weird that they would make it. And um, I guess people, but, if you really like iCarly, that would be your only reason to honestly uh, get Paramount Bluffs. That's new, I think they do, do, do um, uh, uh, have the Bar Rescue there. episodes. I'm kind of a... uh, no, yeah, like Bar Rescue, John Taffer. <laughs>
2: I, I yeah. think I think I think Paramount also has a old old school neck, so like, that that's
0: yeah. yeah. I will say that the one thing I'm interested by the Universal and Peacock connection is the the new movie from Jordan Peele. Have you guys yeah. seen? That? Oh yeah. yeah, he's a great actor. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Key and Peele fan. When they were just doing the sketches, they live like just in my head constantly. <laughs> They're always playing. Uh, but yeah, that would be the really only, like Jurassic Park. I feel like I've seen pretty much all the movies, and it's pretty much the same movie unless you throw like jurassic park versus dom toretto in fast and furious takes over jurassic's kind of crossover otherwise i don't really care it's just another movie uh, just, minions i think i'm probably too old for minions
1: raptors with his new atv vehicle
0: so, <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> so I'm awesome. just waiting for it uh, fast and furious has been in space now i'm just thinking of all the crossovers possible
1: they're, um, it's really just like a walking meme at this point it so. really
0: and i don't know if you guys yeah. saw the new movie but they pretty much acknowledge the fact that their movies are ridiculous uh so at one point there's a spoiler scene alert. spoiler alert spoiler <laughs> alert guys uh
2: <laughs> never mind no spoilers no spoilers. don't it's a wild movie no but i'm trying to like look at look at this list of all the peacock like really what's what's on he only content. Like, what's, what's really going to be. If
1: they're going to have bad. that big of an announcement. They shouldn't have waited until they got more content on there.
0: I know that yeah, it's like, like, like not much exclusives on that list of Universal films. Well, yeah,
2: no, like they oh.
1: paid a lot of money to make that service, and they're not going to make enough money back. So, I don't know. Maybe something went wrong with the launch. We'll find out more information. Right. But if I was them, I would have waited until they had more exclusive content. Yeah, like, that is going to make people willingly pay their money to buy your service. Whereas I'm pretty sure everyone here, probably most people listening are just going to wait out, probably forget about it unless they see Peacock ads on like yeah. other sites. So
2: what is it now? What it is from, I think Peacock has like what parks and rec and the office. That's about it.
1: I mean, everyone has access to the office of parks and rec and everyone.
2: Yeah. Right. Ex- exa- exactly. So I like the,
0: the only real exclusive that they have is for like the people that were watching the, the WWE network. Now you can only get it on Peacock. So I think that
1: that that would make no sense though, because WWE Network is owned by WWE. They would never
0: do that. No, they sold the rights. Oh well, it's exclusively on. Well, okay. Well then, on that. I think that that maybe they're betting a little bit on that to carry them until they get more content.
1: I mean, WWE isn't. You know, they're doing great financially, but their product and my and most people's opinion has kind of gone down. (laughs)
0: Yeah, fell fell off. That seems about right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and their leadership is also abysmal as well. Mm
0: But I imagine they're getting some pretty good, you know, I guess most of the market probably transferred over to people. Oh, yeah, no,
1: they're doing great because they're a publicly traded company and also all the deals they have with Mm -hmm. Saudi Arabia and, you know, foreign countries that they are going to that. For them, they haven't seen enough pro wrestling, so their content satisfaction is much easier. They can just put on any show and they'll make massive amounts of money, whereas here in America, most of their stadiums aren't even full and their ratings are god-awful, so
0: yeah well what can you do as long as it makes money who cares what it looks like is, right
1: in their eyes, they're winning.
0: yeah that's that's just how it works here in the wonderful land of the united states final thoughts on this guys anything else to add
2: disney plus the goat streaming service <laughs>
0: like... okay uh but on that note guys um it's been fun it has been the wednesday edition of the morning buzz it's been a pleasure to be with you guys. Keep killing it on Wednesday when Kenny comes back. I will not be here next Wednesday, but the rest of them, except for Cam as well, won't be here Wednesday. But enjoy your beautiful Wednesday, and goodbye, guys. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Have
1: a day, everybody. You're listening to WMSC Upper Monk.